Did you know that one in 20 children face a birth defect or a genetic disease and that cancer is triggered by genetic changes and is a leading cause of death in children age 4 to 14? Also, 30% of all admissions to children's hospitals are due to genetic conditions. So genetic diseases impact a lot of people and a lot of children. So what's happening in the world of science, research, and innovation to help us improve the treatment and monitoring of genetic diseases like cancer? Well, with me today is Dr. Steve Williams from the Children's Medical Research Institute. And in this episode, we're exploring the world of proteomics and how this may be the future for cancer treatment decision-making. Collaboration starts with the conversation team, Health Tech. Let's make it happen. Welcome to Talking Health Tech, a podcast and membership community about technology in healthcare. Here's your host, Peter Birch. With me today is Dr. Steve Williams. He's a research officer in ProCan at the Children's Medical Research Institute. He has a PhD in medicinal chemistry from UTS and has expertise in analytical chemistry and compound characterization, which are the backbone to the work done in ProCan at CMRI, which he joined the team in 2017. Steve, how are you going? Hey, Pete. I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. I think it's a great opportunity and I appreciate Yeah, I think what you're doing with the podcast is great and building this community for everyone to get together is a fantastic thing. So thanks for having me on. Love it. It's a really interesting topic to explore. I want to jump into the world of proteomics and everything you do, but maybe set the scene, give us some context. Tell us about you and your background. So I've always loved, you know, pulling things apart, figuring out how it works. As a kid, my brothers and I would pick up junk from the side of the road, bring it home and just take it apart and look at every single detail we could. And then during school, I found that chemistry was the one thing that explained a lot about how the world around us works at at a level that fascinated me. So I did a Bachelor of Science in Chemistry at the University of Technology, Sydney. And towards the end of my degree, I discovered research and I really found my place in research. So uh, I did an honors degree and then it was just a natural progression from there to go on and obtain a PhD. And as you said, my research field there was around developing small molecules that mimicked natural products. And we were looking at those as potential cancer treatment therapeutics. So a lot of this work used a lot of analytical chemistry techniques, and that really, I think, helped set me up for the current role I have now. So after I graduated, I joined the ProCan team at the Children's Medical Research Institute, and I've been here now for almost four and a half years. Very cool. Tell me about the Children's Medical Research Institute. What is that all about? So the Children's Medical Research Institute, or it's often referred to as CMRI, It's one of three research institutes based out in Westmead. I think, you know, not many people know we have a couple of research institutes out there. So I think it's great to communicate this if people are looking into research. I think it's good for people to know that these research institutes uh, are out there. So CMRI is focused on children's genetic diseases, and it's also the home for the Genes for Genes fundraising campaign. So I think a lot of people are probably aware of Genes for Genes, whether you know at school you did the fundraising where you'd have a mufty day and bring in a gold coin donation, or you know people would wear jeans to work on that day of the year. But I think a lot of people don't realize that 
Genes for Genes actually funds the research done at CMRI. Mm, interesting. There you go. So that, that puts those things together. So something that people will be quite familiar with, it'd be good to have some more context on that. Fill the gaps for me here too. So you mentioned Procan as well. So what's that all about? Yeah. So Procan is the lab within CMRI that I'm a part of. And so Procan, it's a world first research initiative for analyzing and investigating all types of cancers with proteomics. And so proteomics, I'll go into a bit more later, but it's a field of study of all the proteins that a tissue is comprised of. And so the word Procan comes from joining the words proteomics and cancer together. And so the Procan project was initially funded by the Australian Cancer Research Foundation. And so as its full title, it's known as the Australian Cancer Research Foundation International Centre for the Proteome of Human Cancer, which is quite a mouthful, which is why we can just stick with Procan. Procan's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Interesting though. Interesting though. So proteomics, tell me a bit more about that. Yeah, so the goal of Procan is to generate a huge library of cancer protein information that can be used to better understand the underlying cancer biology and how it relates to a patient's clinical outcome. Mm. So in doing this, we want to enable the use of proteomic analysis to guide personalized medicine so that proteomics becomes another tool for clinicians to use in their decision-making steps when they're deciding a patient's course of treatment. And in doing this, the course of treatment can then be more suitable to the patient, and this will lead to faster recoveries and fewer adverse effects. Keen to learn a bit more about proteomics, though. You scratched the surface there. Let's go into a bit more detail. Tell me about it. Yeah, so as I mentioned previously, proteomics is a study of all the proteins. So the proteins being the cellular machinery that carry out all the functions and work within the cell, all the cells in our body. So in our lab, we study the proteins with mass spectrometry, which can not only identify what proteins are in a cancer, but also how much of those proteins the tissue is making. And so this gives us a great biological insight into what changes between cancer and healthy tissue but also between different classifications of the same type of cancer. And not only this, but then how those different cancers respond to different treatments. And we can also then potentially discover new treatments or new drug targets that we originally didn't know about could work for these cancers. Certainly the, um, the future for, you know, I'm trying to understand cancer and these types of diseases that, you know, up until this point have been really tricky with the tools that we've got. Yeah. So all of the uh, cancer samples that Procan analyzes, they also have clinical data associated with them. Either the clinical or they'll have clinical data and potentially as well other omic data that can be linked to that protein data and also histological images that we collect for each sample. So we collect a wide range of data and we bring it all together. Interesting. How big's the team? What does the Procan team actually look like? So Procan is probably one of the largest labs at CMRI. We have about 35 people and there's a couple of sub teams within Procan. So I'm part of the lab team and we process the samples. We run and maintain the instruments that do the analysis. We also have teams 
pathologists, for software engineers, for data scientists, oncologists, and also operations staff. And in addition to the team housed at CMRI, we collaborate with other labs. So labs, hospitals, biobanks, universities across the globe, not just in Australia. And they provide us with the samples that we analyze. So it's an important part of ProGAN. Yeah, interesting. So this work, is it all research and still really early days? Are there some kind of early results or findings or achievements that can be talked about so far? So proteomics in regard to a clinical aspect is definitely in its infancy. It's uh, quite early days and there's a lot of work that still has to be done to bring uh, this technology into a clinical environment. But we're definitely leading the way there in developing the technical developments that are required to bring this technology to the clinic. So, so far, Procan has achieved several significant technical developments in the field. We've developed an extremely robust high-through sample preparation workflow, and it's a workflow that we've standardized across several tissue types, and this is for maximum clinical relevance. So whether that be tissue that's preserved as a a formalin-fixed paraffin-embedded block, which is known as an FFPE block, or tissue that has been snap-frozen at the time of removal from a patient, or even cell lines that have been derived from a patient's samples. So it's also been a huge task to track and store all of these samples. And so we've also developed a custom in-house system for all of this tracking. And you know, high-throughput sample preparation means we also need high-throughput instrumentation, which is why the ProCan lab was custom designed and built to house 12 mass spectrometers. So we currently have six SIEX 6600 triple TOF instruments, and we run these 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And we have quite an impressive uptime over 80%, which is a credit to the stringent level of quality control and monitoring that the team has developed to maintain this level of throughput. So that, again, is another huge technical achievement. And this has allowed us to actually generate what is currently the largest database of cancer proteomics in the world. So that's a feat on its own. And I can confidently say that the quality of this data is so high that it'll set an industry standard as to what you know should be expected for proteomics data. But you know, not only is acquiring this data a huge achievement, but on its own, managing the data is also quite a technical problem. So, you know, each sample that we process, we will run that two or three times on the instruments. And for each of those acquisitions, we'll be generating between one and two gigabytes of raw data before that data gets analyzed. And so, you know, that much data from each six instruments with each instrument acquiring 14 samples every 24 hours is a phenomenal amount of data. And um, to this date, we've acquired over 85,000 mass spec runs for about 10,000 cancer samples each year. I'm trying to do the maths in my head in terms of gigabytes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that gets into the above gigas. Like that's the yeah. And so, essentially, to be able to handle and automate this process, our brilliant software engineering team—they've developed a dedicated network to utilizing both an on-site supercomputer that we have as well as cloud computing. And so, that's really 
also helped process and crunch all that data so that our data science team has heaps and heaps of data to dig into and you know find the interesting biology that we want to understand to understand cancer and so yeah we currently are in the process of writing up several publications with some of these biological findings so we'll need to stay tuned to hear some of those exciting outcomes that sounds really cool and look this is something that you know you hear people get really excited about i guess how the advancement of technology can really move forward different areas of whether it's health or medicine or science and research. You know, these really cool opportunities to crunch a lot of data with with all the different omics. But to do that, like to generate all that data and insights, it's just the power, like you say, the supercomputers and the technology required to power it is kind of next level stuff, which, you know, requires some super intelligent people behind the scenes to be able to generate that, but obviously also funding and infrastructure and all those other kind of bits and pieces too. So absolutely, yeah, that's much more powerful than my MacBook Pro with a few um, external hard drives, that's for sure. <laughs> but um, hey, look, then thinking about the future of this space though, you know, we're at this exciting time, uh, you know, it's early days of proteomics. What excites you about this space and the work going on at CMRI and everything? Yeah. So, I mean, it excites excites me that this project will essentially change the field on how we currently diagnose cancer and that has the you know implication that it will you know allow millions of people worldwide to benefit from a, a faster more accurate diagnosis that's personally tailored and in the end that's just going to lead to a better quality of life for everyone so i think that alone is just quite exciting but you know CMRI is also doing so much other incredible work even as a scientist, hearing researchers from other labs within the Institute talk about their work, it, it still blows my mind. So there's so much exciting stuff coming out of CMRI. Amazing. And how can people find out more and follow along and learn a bit more about this space? So you can visit our website and especially, you know, ProCan is always looking to expand on our data sets. So if there are any clinicians or researchers listening to the podcast who work on cancer and are interested in collaborating, you can feel free to get in contact with us either via our website or you can find me on LinkedIn as well and I can direct you to the right people. But yeah, please reach out to us if you want to collaborate with ProCan. Super duper. Look, we'll put the details in the show notes of this episode and a few links for people to check out uh, if they are interested in following along or perhaps collaborating and providing some data and, and just understanding the space a bit more. I think it's great to hear about all of this exciting innovation happening. Steve, I appreciate you making the time to come on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Pete. It's been great. Thanks for listening to Talking Health Tech. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite podcast player and for more information, visit talkinghealthtech.com.